APPL Live Academic Bridge Program Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome to APPL Live, the weekly podcast of the Academic Bridge Program here in Doha, Qatar. I am your host, Kevin Phipps, and you are listening to season number two, episode number four of the ABP Live weekly podcast. Before we get into our show, we have a couple announcements for our students today. Uh, first off, this Tuesday, 13th of September, all students are to meet with their advisors during period four at 11.30. So make sure you connect with your advisor for your meeting this Tuesday, 13th of September during period four. Also this week on Thursday, 15th of September, this will be the end of market period number one. So you might have a lot of work this week and this may be your last opportunity to turn in work that you have missed from earlier in the uh, marking period. So make sure that you put forth good effort this week and get all of your assignments turned in for marking period number one, which ends on 15th of September, this coming Thursday. Also, our fall break will start on Friday, the 16th of September, and goes through all of next week into the 24th of September. So we have next week off, So don't come to school next week between the 60th of September and the 24th of September. And then we'll start back with marking period number two. We'll begin on Sunday, the 25th of September. All right, there's some great concerts going on at the Cutter National Library. You may want to check out their events calendar over there. So check that out for also some good activities going on this week. All right, we have a great show for you today on some social connections. And let's get right into it. This is ABPL Live. Hello, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I am Reel Al-Masri and I'm very happy to be hosting today's topic about social connections in the ABP. I'm very happy to say that the environment of ABP is full of open-minded and welcoming people. So do not be hesitant to step out and be yourself. The purpose of this podcast is to see how's everyone getting along. Of course, some have like found their way easily and made some good friendships. Others may be a bit close to one or two circles. It's kind of a good chance to make a way for a, broad, for a future broad connection and to know about multiple cultures and characters. This will also provide us with insight about the nature of socializing in the ABP as this will open a path for creating a one union that innovates its opportunities through student association and else. It's very exciting how we're seeing new posters hung every day. Kind of brings more emotion and interaction between students. I think that's it for now. We shall be starting our topic. So first of all, I went interviewing students, asking them a couple of questions about social connections in the ABP, and I was really amazed about their responses. Um, as a whole, it was a really good experience for me as I got to listen to those lovely voices. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. Hello. Hello. Hi, Real. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm great. Thank you very much for asking. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. 
Some students were very welcoming, others were shy, but took a step forward and shielded themselves with confidence. I was really proud. And hopefully there will be like more opportunities for those who want to give it a shot or just try. You can always pass by Mr. Kevin's office and ask to sign up for the podcast. So let's see what they forgot to say. So did you find it easy to get connected to people here in the ABP? Uh, at first, I was alone. I was scared. I didn't find it at all easy. People were so, so mature. Uh, as like a first year of college, I felt it hard. But then later on, I found I found some people, my friends, uh, which made it easy for me. Did you find it easy to get connected to people in the ABP and socialize? Well, I thought that it would be hard for me to socialize with other cultures because I'm used to only socialize with mine. But when I came here, like since the orientation, like the first week of the orientation, I literally got a lot of friends because people like really seemed so friendly and open and like they could easily talk to you, compliment you, ask you questions about yourself. So that was really easy for me to know. Personally, I found it very easy, especially in my first year here in the ABP. Um, the teachers and the classes often give you opportunities to be connected to all the different students. I think the ABP actually helps you get used to people of different backgrounds, people you're not necessarily used to meeting. And I personally think that for the ABP itself, it promotes a very positive environment and allows people to build connections and not make judgments on one another right away. Yes, I actually found it pretty decently uh, easy to make friends. You pretty much just approach anybody and they'll gladly have a conversation with you. Everyone here is very open in terms of connections. Everyone wants to make friends because this is a new environment. Everyone wants to seek out new friendships and I find it pretty easy uh, to make friends. Do you find having a broad connection of people in the ABP important and why? Yes, of course, having a great connection with uh, students in ABP is very important because these are your colleagues and next year they'll be going to college. So in terms of business-wise, these people will be very valuable uh, in terms of making a good connection with. And also people here are very open-minded and very fun to hang out with. So if you're looking for in terms of fun, these people are where it's at. Thank you very much for your words. Um, do you find having a broad connection here in the ABP important and why? I think it's very important, not just in the ABP, but in any aspect of life. Um, if you consider the fact that all these different students are going to be going to different universities and eventually going to get their own jobs, having broad connections with all sorts of different students will actually help you in the long run because let's say one of your employers was a fellow student in the ABP that could help you build a connection right away. So personally for me, I don't think you should have a very narrow view of other students and you should just try to try to like everyone, try to understand everyone and eventually you can actually build a much more open mind and that's a very, very important skill in the future. Well, I think it's from the student's perspective, it's really important to know people because they could help you one day and in, in classes we find ourselves that we have to do group projects 
So, like, when you know people here, it's way much better for you. And also, if you are nominating yourself as a president, vice president, or anything that requires people to vote for you, so you better be social. That's something really important. And from the teacher's perspective, of course, they need to know more about you so they could know how to write a better or detailed uh, recommendation. And they are also your guiders. So whenever you feel like you are messing up, you need help, they would be always there for you because I know that I have a great connection with this student. That's a lot of good information. Thank you. Um, What are the places in the ABP that you enjoy hanging out and meeting new people? Personally, I enjoy the library and the LRC. I think it's both of them are very, very nice. I personally use the library just to get caught up on work. And obviously, I meet other people that obviously enjoy working more quietly. I kind of like that vibe, you know, a quiet atmosphere. But I also like the LRC because it's much more open. And to me personally, it promotes like teamwork and you know, working with other people and obviously you can get your work done very quickly. I like those places essentially because, you know, the ABP is all about work, all about working with other students. And you obviously have to learn teamwork for your future as well, um, especially in different universities. So those are my favorite places. As an ABP, uh, the only place maybe uh, I felt that like it has a social life, uh, it's uh, Starbucks. So uh, there I would like... um, meet with my friends, sit at a table, have a coffee, um, be social, have a social life there. Um, there's a well-known spot called Starbucks. Uh, everyone there loves to hang out, especially waiting in line for your coffee. Uh, it's pretty easy to chat up with somebody. You also have the uh, LRC. Usually at uh, like afternoon-ish times, people are doing their homework there, so it's pretty easy to well, I wouldn't say easy, but I would say it's pretty uh, uh, welcoming to talk to people as they might have trouble with their homework or they will be wanting to help other people. It's a pretty social spot if you know when to go. Well, first of all, shout out to the LRC because it's the place where we all gathered and the first days and the place where I knew most of my friends right now. And it just looks a calm place even after like it brought back to its normal decoration it's still like nice space where you still can pe- meet people and talk to them and also like the 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 hall in the middle where uh, most of the classes are and most of the people are sitting there so whenever i'm walking past this uh, hall i just find a lot of people there so it's basically the best places where a lot of people like are gathered in so what kind of social events would you like to suggest to the student association? Uh, to the student association, I would suggest the uh, uh, new events such as uh, traditional day. So um, as uh, here at the ABP, we have uh, students from different countries. Um, I would like to know the different cultures um, so uh, they could uh, hold an event where uh, each student could represent their uh, cultures and uh, traditions and therefore uh, we could know um, different and new uh, cultures. Uh, 
Uh, and the other uh, event I would suggest uh, is the art gallery, where each student could bring their arts and different um, um, uh, materials or arts they've ever done, and uh, that we can know their talents and uh, see um, how unique they are. The third event I would suggest the Teachers' Day, which is very important everywhere. I think um, we uh, it shows um, an own of the teachers and uh, that we could like um, take them gifts. Uh, I would like more social events um, related to Qatar itself. For instance, I very much enjoyed last year, we had something to do with Qatar National Day where everyone like dressed up in the national colors. Um, I would also like more cultural related things. Like for instance, um, back in my school, we would have certain days where people would bring cultural food, um, I'm not sure with COVID if that's going to be allowed. Um, uh, people wore their cultural outfits. I like that sort of stuff. Um, I also like anything to do with just hanging out with our other people and like having fun. Like I know people like face painting um, sort of activities or painting together. I like artistic stuff as well. Um, I also like stuff related to work, but that it, it isn't like too you know stressful. Like for instance. You can have a day ded dedicated to just like sitting with another student and getting your work done together. So I like that stuff. Those are really brilliant ideas. I hope everyone who nominated themselves for a student association role, they will listen to your ideas. Well, as an upcoming president, hopefully, uh, I'm hoping to broaden up connections with other universities and Qatar foundations, such as Georgetown, to uh, make more uh, political science and international affair uh, sort of uh, activities such as Model United Nation, which I'm currently working on to establish relationship with Georgetown to get that done. Uh, also, festivals would be nice to have. Yes, festivals and field trips would be nice to be organized. These are also my goals uh, if I become president. Well, I think debates are like the best thing you could do, but you have to really watch out for the subjects. It's supposed to be something more about the social life, like mental issues um, or being awkward or fighting social anxiety or relationships or anything that could sound social for students so they could, be, they t they could talk about it as much as they can. And I think debating and knowing like helps you really to know people. So it's a really good idea to debate about social subjects. I got to know so much about where students enjoy their time, where they love to work, and how they're very keen to participate in festivals, social events, and talent appreciation. Hopefully, this would be a very good indication of students' contribution in the student association activities throughout the year. I then found my way to our lovely teachers and asked them only one question. Can you tell me about events that a social event in the ABP that was very special to you and you remember till this moment? Many years ago, and I don't know the exact year, but I'm going to guess around 2014, we used to have huge National Day celebrations at the ABP. And we would go onto the patio behind the cafeteria, so outdoors, and they would bring in horses and camels and falcons and put up the big tents. Our male students would do their uh, traditional sword dance, there were lots of like photo opportunities and food and drink, and it was such a nice opportunity for teachers, students, alumni, everybody to get together and celebrate an important day like National Day. 
Uh, a few of them I remember very clearly for very lovely reasons, but I think one of the one, the, the one that stands out most has to be my very first social event here at the Academic Bridge Programme, which is the welcome dinner that the director and admin had laid on for all the new faculty arriving to meet the existing faculty. So he organized a meal where we all got together and had a, a dinner together and introduced each other. And it was such a lovely uh, occasion. It made you feel very welcomed, very warm, and you uh, really looked forward to working there. Because Even though I wanted to explain further, but thanks to Dr. Avril for illustrating how this question is very much related to our own experiences. Because remember, we were like students. We were new, a new place, a new work colleagues. We hadn't started even teaching the students here yet. So, uh, you know, it could have been a little bit uh, unsettling or intimidating. And it was just such a lovely, warm, welcoming occasion that I, I knew um, that my time here would be uh, lovely. That's really interesting. Thank you, Dr. Abel. Most welcome, Real. Thank you for asking. Reaching this end of episode, I hope this was enjoyable and a bit informative about colleagues and maybe kind of encouraging to those who are a bit shy to step out and make connections. Um, lastly, I would like to extend my thanks to everyone who contributed and those who listened to this episode. Till next episode, God bless you all. Bye. Fever World Cup Qatar 2022. Hello listeners, my name is Kodru and I'm here to give you just a bit about our football team. I'm from Senegal. We are the current proud holders of the African Nations Cup and are making our way to Qatar for the upcoming World Championship. Our Lions have been working hard, we call them affectionately our Lions, Les Lions du Senegal. Our first participation in the World Cup was in 2002 in Japan, where we made it all the way to the quarterfinals. The most memorable event at that uh, World Cup in 2002 was our victory against France in the opening match. That victory was uh, so memorable because it was against our former colonizer, so it will say sweet <laughs> for years to come. Uh, we then defeated Sweden. Sweden was then a much, much more experienced team with a golden goal to qualify for the quarterfinals um, then. On the road to Qatar 2022, we beat the mighty Egypt, which has been for a very long time considered our most ferocious opponent in the mother continent. Among our star players, we count Sadio Mane, of course. He plays for Bayern de Munich. Uh, Ganagay, who's uh, playing for PSG. And Edouard Mendy, the star goalkeeper of uh, Chelsea. Inshallah, we hope to win it all. Obviously, we're certainly working hard at it. Thanks for listening. Hello from Mr. Maja. Today I'll tell you a little bit about the Mexican national football team. I am not from Mexico, but I have lived in Mexico for three years and have been following Mexican national team and the local league. I actually went regularly to the matches of Atlas which is the team I support in Mexico. 
Mexico participated in the first FIFA World Cup in 1930 in Uruguay and since then has been more or less regularly qualifying for the World Cups. The best results were achieved in 1970 and 1986, reaching the quarter-finals. So, Mexico never played semi-final or final, but it is important to say that for the last seven World Cups, only two teams have passed the group phase every single time, and those are Brazil and Mexico. When it comes to other competitions, Mexico actually has quite a good score. They have won the Confederations Cup, which is a competition where all the continental champions participate, and they have also won the Olympic gold medal. They have been the champions of North America and Caribbean 11 times. And even though they do not belong to the South American Confederation, they've been invited regularly to play there, and twice they reach the finals. Mexico is certainly not a favorite to win the World Cup, but they can definitely beat any team. So, beware of Mexico! Hello everybody, my name is Mosap Aloni and I'm a Spanish student here in the ABP. I'm very excited to speak about the Spanish football team uh, for the FIFA World Cup 2022 here in Qatar. Spain has been a member of FIFA since FIFA's founding in 1904, even though the Spanish Football Federation was first established in 1909. Spain qualified for their first FIFA World Cup in 1934, defeating Brazil in their first game. Spain is one of the eight national teams to have been crowned world champions, having participated in a total of 16 of 22 FIFA World Cups and qualifying since 1978. Spain is the only team to win three consecutive major titles, including two back-to-back -back European championships in 2008 and 2012, and becoming the first European team to win a FIFA World Cup outside of Europe in 2010. From 2008 to 2013, Spain won the FIFA Team of the Year, the second most of any nation. Their achievements have led to many experts and commentators to consider the 2008 to 2012 Spain squad as one of the best ever sides in the history of world football. Spain has been coached by former player Luis Enrique since 2018. This is his first World Cup as a coach, but he played in three World Cups as a midfielder and forward. Some key players include captain Sergio Busquets, who is regarded as one of the best midfielders of all time, Jordi Alba, the vice captain and considered one of the best left backs of all time, and the third captain, Koch. Spain will play in Group E and are the favorite to advance to the round of 16. Good luck to Team Spain! You're listening to ABP Alive. Hello, Mr. Kevin here with today's book talk. And I want to talk about probably the most popular book that has been checked out from the ABP library this year and almost every year. And this is the most popular book checked out. And it is our IELTS preparation books. If you are interested in preparing for the IELTS and improving your score for the IELTS, then you want to probably come in and check out one of our IELTS preparation books. It's filled with tests, practice tests, and the answers to those tests, and different strategies that you can use to prepare for the IELTS exam. To find these books in our library, you go into the library and you look to your left-hand side once you enter the book room, and along the wall, you'll see the label examination guides right underneath that 
is the shelf for our IELTS preparation books. Now we only have a few books left, but um, you can check one of those out for sure. If we run out of books, you can always use our online IELTS preparation materials that we have available for you at the ABP Library website. How do you get to the ABP Library website? You go to the student landing page and then you click on the library link and then you click on the library website link and that will take you to the ABP Library website. Very simple and easy. Go up to where it says IELTS Preparation Materials. Click on that and it will give you all a bunch of websites that you can use to prepare for your IELTS exam. So come on in, check out one of our IELTS preparation books, or go to the website and check out preparation books from there. Remember, as a librarian, I ask you to set the goal every day to read 10 pages of a good book. That's our motto here. Try to read 10 pages of a good book. We know you can all do it every day. All right, I want to thank everyone for participating in this week's podcast, all of our presenters and all of our editors. You have been listening to Season 2, Episode number four, ABP Live Weekly Podcast. I am Mr. Kevin, and we'll see you in the library. This was ABP Alive. Goodbye.